0: I'm Kate All, host of the Empowered Agency podcast. I've been an agency owner now for almost 10 years. This is where I share my wisdom, tips, stories, interviews, and more about the reality behind agency ownership. Each season is broken down into 10 episodes, 15 minutes or less every Sunday. This is season seven, episode two, the impact of personal life on business. This episode is going to get a little personal, but I think it's important as we're not always business robots. We're not able to celebrate or to separate. We are able to celebrate business. We're not able to separate business and personal all the time. Some of what we're going through seeps into our business and our business takes on parts of that as well. So I want to give a little recap of my summer, growing out my gray hair and my hesitation to show my face online. Also, I want to let you know that if you want to be the first to hear about when the self-study Pinterest Agency Pro course opens, sign up for the newsletter below in your podcast app at kdal.com slash subscribe and make sure you hit subscribe to this podcast. Okay, the summer. Um, we notoriously have very hard summers. I'm pretty sure last summer I recorded a similar podcast here <laughs> um, about just how difficult summers are. And it's not necessarily because Um, the same thing keeps happening over and over. It just seems that hard things happen. And it's just a difficult season for our family. I don't know, it could, (laughs) maybe we have weird moons in the summer, who knows. But I went to Portugal, um, the end of May through the beginning of June, which was a fantastic trip. If you ever get a chance to go to Portugal, do it. It's beautiful the people are wonderful the food is amazing i cannot wait to go back and it was one of the first uh it was the first time i had been in europe in not the first time it is it had been 20 years i had spent in my post college days a couple years in a row visiting various parts of europe which was great i was fortunate enough to take three separate trips and spend a significant amount of time there but I came home. I got married. I had kids. And there we go. So a friend of mine asked me to go on this trip with her because she has some Portuguese heritage. She's single. And she said, hey, would you travel with me? And while my husband was like, "Mm, uh, I really would love to go with you. I also don't want to travel with the two of you. (laughs) So um, I jetted off, which meant a a lot of different things that I missed, um, which was a little bit tough. But Our family, I think, is pretty solid in our togetherness, so that was okay. I missed my daughter's first prom, and that was a little tough, but I was FaceTiming them at three in the morning Portugal time on my flight home, so I at least got to participate in that. But once I got home, um, (laughs) we just had all these things with animals. If you have animals, you know that any kind of disruption, having to visit the vet, there's all these things that can end up happening. It was just really, really difficult. In addition, when I was in Portugal, I took a full sabbatical and I took 12 days off and I had the ability to think clearly. And there were some things in my personal life that I felt like I really needed to deal with. And I have a great person that I have worked with in the past. Um, she's a great counselor And I called her back up and said, Hey, I think I need to meet with you. There's some things here that maybe I should like work through. And as I was working through those things with her, I start to begin clearly thinking about how I operate in business and the things that I do, and how they're most closely aligned with things that I do in my personal life. A lot of the things that they were, were things that I'd been conditioned to just do as part of my personality. So A little bit vague there, but some of these things should be should be kept offline. But anyway, I started to think through how I respond to certain things, how much pressure I put on myself, the just drive that I have in myself maybe was a little bit more unhealthy than I thought, So I was able to think pretty clearly. Um, The pet issue continued and continued and continued. So while I'm working on this like self-discovery stuff, I'm having these things with our pet. And then at the same time, we're having car issues. And I feel like we're just siphoning off money. Like, I know a lot of other people will feel like that in the summer as well. You're going on vacations, you're doing different things. And it's like watching your savings account just like tick down and down and down and down and down. It wasn't very fun. So we got to a point where it kind of stabilized towards the beginning of August and it's been pretty good. But another layer came in during that time. And that was this weird impact of choosing to let my gray hair go out. And I didn't think it would bother me. In fact, I made the decision at the end of my trip in Portugal to choose not to keep coloring my hair. I have been coloring my hair for 10 years and it got to the point where I was really having to color it every two to three weeks because my hair was growing so fast. And I thought, you know, I don't know if I want to do this anymore, but yet I have to show my face online for my agency. I feel really strange about this. But there was this, I followed a few people on Instagram who had already gone through this journey. And I was like, you know, I think I'm going to do this. And I was reading all about like how that you'll hit weird points at six months. You're going to be like, I don't know if I'm continuing on this journey. But a weird impact for me has been showing up online, like getting in front of the camera. And we all know these days that... Part of continuing to reach new audiences is getting in front of the camera. I will also say this I have met several female agency owners who do not even have a presence on Instagram. They're doing just fine, right? But for me, that's not how I set up my business. There was a lot of videos I record. I'm now stepping into doing YouTube for my agency. There's a lot of things that require my face and my hair. So I found myself watching other women online other women agency owners other women marketers and I was just so I don't know the word for it like I I just felt like oh I'm so less than oh I'm so cannot show up online this is very difficult for me I feel like you know their hair looks amazing their makeup looks amazing and I know that sometimes people prep for that which is fine and I think that's great and I want to be clear like I don't fault them for doing any of those things I think it's it's really smart and sometimes I have the motivation to do it and sometimes I don't but I noticed as the gray continues to grow out in fact I think it's been four months so far almost five months it's getting harder To cover it up, you know, you can only wear so many hats and there's really no way to go all gray at once. I mean, there is, but I don't want to risk having all my hair fall out. So I'm choosing to grow it out naturally. And it's been interesting how some people around me like don't feel comfortable with it. Or some people just feel weird about it. Like you're in your 40s, like keep coloring your hair. And I just don't want to. And I never thought I'd get to that point. I will tell you, I was a person who was gonna hold on to my brown hair until I was 90. And I was not going to give it up. And it just one day, it just clicked for me. And that's what I've heard from other people too who have gone gray. But I found that it was kind of holding me back from showing up. And so a couple of weeks ago... I started showing up on my Instagram account for this particular side of my business um, under Kate All Biz, which is on Instagram. And I just started recording videos because there was a lot of things I was going through. There was a lot of things I was learning as I was also experiencing a, a big transition in my business, losing a team member who I had had on my team for six, seven years. I wanted to document that process. I wanted to share it with people. And talk about the transition, but it was very intentional choice to show up, even though I wasn't put all together, even though I wasn't, my hair wasn't perfect. I wasn't wearing a hat to cover it up. I'd probably just come home from the gym, but like, this is who I am. And I don't know if I fully come into, (laughs) like, I don't know if I've fully embraced it, but every day I have to choose to just kind of work through it. So yeah, there's that. I'll just leave that there. We're still a work in progress on going gray. The last part is where I'm at going into year 10 of my agency. 10 years. Now, I did not think that I would ever get to this point, but I will tell you at this point, I feel more comfortable in who I am as the CEO of my business than I have in any years past. I feel like I have been through the fire in the last 18 months. I feel like I have been refined and I'm seeing it with a completely new lens. It's not so much that I think my agency is always going to be up and to the right, but I have a more settled view of being able to embrace the ups and downs, that maybe it looks more like waves than a giant tsunami that I was picturing before. I have also been exploring the ideas of what it looks like to sell my agency I have been looking at stories of people who have sold their agencies, because even though I might not sell it, I would love to have an exit plan lined out for five years from now. What does that look like? And that requires a lot of fact finding. That's required me to meet with people, to meet with brokers, to talk with people. Um, Alexis Grant of They Got Acquired, I found her through LinkedIn, which I still love LinkedIn. And it's been so great to get to know her. And she's connected me with brokers who specifically work with selling agencies. And I'm just in fact finding mode. It makes my team a little bit nervous sometimes to talk about that. But I'm quick to remind them I'm just asking questions because I don't know what I don't know. And I don't know what it looks like to sell an agency. But I do know that I would like to be prepared and have that information locked and loaded Ch- unless I, uh, when I choose, if I choose to deploy that method of exit in my business. So I've also been looking at that this summer, and that's been interesting. Um, an agency is different than selling a content creation business, right? Because there's a lot of people involved. But as with anything, I always think there's a way to do things well. And if selling my business is one of those things in five years, I wanna do it well and I wanna be prepared for that. So, that is an update on personal life, on business, where I'm at. If you see me showing up online, you can guarantee that I have taken a deep breath and jumped into the deep end and said, This is how I'm gonna show up. And this is how I'm gonna be here for other agency owners. This is how I'm gonna be here for the people that I'm teaching. And if somebody really doesn't like my gray hair, then that's okay. It doesn't matter. So I know this was a little bit different than the traditional episodes that I do, but I wanted to give a sneak peek just into all the things that I've been working through this summer, the ways in which I've been growing as an agency owner and all that I've been learning. So thanks so much for listening to this podcast. As always, my email is open. Hello at kall.com. Please email me any thoughts, ideas, feedback, episode ideas, whatever it is. Alrighty, thanks so much for listening.